Anyway, so it's, uh, it's Saturday the uh, 6th of August. We're in Edinburgh. We're still alive. We're still alive. Well, Don't well, point that thing at me. Well, well she's alive. Uh, what about the microphone? Uh, she's Copstick. I'm, I'm John Fleming. This is the Brexit Club podcast in Edinburgh, and she's been raving. Try and sound more enthusiastic. Honestly, it's unbel- I mean, even I don't want to listen to it now. You're going, yeah, I'm Claire. She's Copstick. I'm Fleming. Well, they, uh, we're in show business, John. I was zonked, show business. I was zonked when I arrived. I mean, now, I've not been zonked for like this is the sixth day I've been zonked. I know. I have to say, um, too much gentle, sleep. gentle listener in Nicaragua. Um, where was it? Guatemala, sorry, Guatemala. <laughs> They're all bloody Latinos. Yeah. Um, I arrived back last night, uh, at really early for the Edinburgh Fringe. We, early. We are sharing a flat, but in a nice way. Um, it's, yes. Uh, quite early, it was like quarter to midnight, and I was looking forward to a jaunty discussion of the goings on of the day. And only to find this kind of supine, snort, you weren't snoring, but it would have been more funny if you had been, uh, on the floor. It was nonetheless a Greek Adonis, I think. I can't say the word. Uh, in a sleeping bag. In a sleeping bag. I couldn't, I couldn't even see your head. Well, you, I, you were like a little... Well, I was so tired I got in the sleeping bag the wrong way around, so my head was actually the wrong end. Ah, right, I you, wondered. You probably saw little feet sticking out. Uh, that's what it was. Mm. And uh, so then I, I, just, uh, was I just went to bed. So it's interesting, because you... I get a second wind... <laughs> Did um, British humour at its best. Now, uh, it, it seems at the festival. Um, and so by the time you see your last show, and my last show last night started at <coughs> quarter to 11, you kind of get, I'm thinking, oh my God, oh my God, this is good, but must go, must go home, must go to sleep. And you come out after your last show. One comes out after one's last show. And I'm thinking... I can pop into the Loft Bar for... Oh, can I tell you? Loft Bar went in on my way... This is the VIP bar and the Gilded Balloon. Went in on my way to... Uh, it was Axis of Awesome. I went to see... <coughs> and yes. she talks about my irritating cough. That is my cough. <coughs> the gunk has now gone green. Oh. We're in a green state. I feel antibiotics might be... Uh, on order. Anyway, went in, went in, bumped into the lovely Michael Blaha, who just, the guy who discovered, created, and paid all the bills for the pyjama men ah. until they spat in his eye and went off with Live Nation uh, without telling him. Anyway, bygones. Uh, well, not really. Allegedly? No, no, not allegedly, truly. I wrote about it in The Scotsman. Must be true. Didn't get sued. Anyway, it was ages ago. So, uh, Mike, this year he's got some wonderful stuff, including a comedy show called Macho Like Me, mm. uh, about a girl who lived as a man for six months to find out what it was like. That's, that's, that's Will Franken. But, uh, yeah, kind of, but not sort of like, ooh, I'm transitioning. Yeah. Uh, but she did it for, you know, in a kind of Dave Gorman way, I think, yeah. to get an Edinburgh yeah. show out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he said, would you like a drink? And I said, no, oh, all right. Uh, and looked at the cocktail list to find out that all their cocktails mm. are eight quid <clears throat> eight quid and they're i think they've got a sponsored bar it's a russian standard vodka now russian standard vodka it's a nice vodka but it's not a high-end vodka we're talking 10 quid a bottle in morrison's on a good day well i used to buy red bull for a pound and pound and i've now gone to little where it's 99p where at that sort of level we are 
Absolutely. And, and the reason I'm in this state is lack of sleep for six days and too many Red Bulls. Because uh, how can you be? You can't have lack of sleep. You've been sl- every time I've gone past you, you've been sleeping. How can you have lack of sleep? That, I have lack of sleep, but then I have the Red Bull, which perks me up. But then, of course, you, you have a come down after Red Bull, and so the come down hit. If you, if you have two or three a day, it hits you all together. And by the, by the time the evening comes, you dead, 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 dead. What has my life come to? I used to share about comedy. I used to share flats in in Edinburgh where where we'd be talking about going on a massive coke binge and not being able to sleep for a fortnight. Not and, with me, you didn't. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I used to, I used yeah. to, I used to share flats with proper fringe people that went out on the lash and had sex with unsuitable people, sometimes more than one at a time, and did drugs that you didn't even know what it was, just somebody offered it to you in a, in a, in a bar somewhere, and then you lost two days. Quite... I have a picture, John, I have a picture of me, well, I don't have it, Hannah Gadsby, brilliant comic, has a picture of me unconscious on a pavement in Edinburgh. That's the kind of person I want to be sharing a flat with, not somebody that gets excited and, and drained by drinking three Red Bulls. I'm, I'm Scottish now, I was brought up among Jews. I get excited if there's a P, one P off in Lidl, I do. This is, I don't know, we're going to have to invite somebody else to stay, I think. Well, well there is this talk of Chris Dangerfield coming up. But drunk. Now that, you see. But, but someone, someone shared a flat with Chris Dangerfield about two or three years ago, and said uh-huh. he would come home like sort of 8.30 or 9 o'clock at night and go, go to bed. It was a very domestic... He was very quiet. But but he was coming home at 8.30 at night from the previous day. Well, probably from the previous four days, admittedly, yes. yes yeah. Anyway, we better go to comedy. We're talking about comedy. It's supposed to be comedy. Uh, Chris you... Dangerfield is comedy. Chris Dangerfield, you heard it first here, chaps, is considering a, a 2017 show, which he's asked me to help out with. I'm deeply chuffed. Actually, if he's... Is he up in the... Well, I know. I know, I, I know what you're thinking, John. Yes. I know what you're thinking. Tell them about the Grouchy Club, John. Well, well the Grouchy Club, which isn't building the main programme because we don't want hoi polloi punters. We want uh, genuine industry people. Uh, but if there are any hoi polloi punters um, listening, you know, like some people are better than no people. It is on 2.30 to 3.30 from the 15th to the 28th of August in what used to be the Meadow Bar and is now uh, a Southside Social. Uh, and it's basically uh, cops that can be chatting about the industry and, and whoever's in the audience chats as well. So we, we do a show where we don't know, we just sit back and other people talk. That's the way to do a show. Uh, but it's 15th to 28th, but on the, the, the final Saturday and Sunday of the Fringe. Because by that time I will be raggled and John still may be asleep. I was brought up a Presbyterian, me. Final uh, Saturday, Sunday, the fringe, 27th, 28th, uh, we're going to have, um, uh, well, tw- in fact, 26th, 27th, 28th. I'll spit it out, John. Well, well, on, on the 26th, we're going to have possibly 50 minutes of Ariane Shireen doing her 2017 It's only because you're besotted with the woman. If, 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 if she's finished it. You're casting with your cock, John, that's what you're doing. <laughs> I will not have the Grouchy Club cast with your cock. Only because you fancy her. Uh, so, uh, not my type. But, but she's doing it on the, on the 26th. And then on the she's 20- doing what on the 26th? She's possibly doing her entire 2017 show, if she's actually written it by then. Uh, do we know if it's any good? Of course it's good. You've seen bits of it. You've, you've heard at least three songs. I've heard four songs. Casting with your cock, oh, John. Well. Uh, and uh, 26, uh, 27th, 28th, uh, because the, the increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy Award show is on the evening of the 26th. 27th, 28th, we're allowing people to do 10 minutes of their 2017 show as previews if they want to do it. And we've got uh, four people, five people already. Uh, and and uh, so if Chris Dangerfield were around on the 26th or 27th, the Saturday or Sunday final weekend of the Fringe, he could do it. Except you're not here on the Sunday, are you? Because you've buggered up your schedule. OK, is anyone out there still awake? After... See what happens when I let you just chanter on, John. 
Did I say anything? I was uh, no, I zoned out. Uh, too too little sleep and too much red. Exactly. I've written two reviews. Have you? Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, talking of which, oh. comedy. What what are you good that? reviews? Segway. Se- seamless, seamless. Seamless. Um, but we should be on radio too. I haven't seen Segway. Where is he performing? <sighs> um, yes, there were very good reviews. I'm going to eat biscuit now. Carry on. Uh, very. Are you eating Fox's crunch creams, which are, to be fair, absolutely fucking delicious? Uh, seventy nine pence. Where did you get them for seventy nine pence? Mr. Patel shop round the corner. Mr. Patel shop round the corner. Well done. So, but he's eating them whole, dear listener. Whole. I'm on a diet. Don't tell Ariane Shireen. Ariane Shireen. Ariane Shireen. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yes, I've seen some stonky. Either I'm getting soft in my old age. I don't think so. Do you think I'm getting soft in my old age? I would know. Think I'm mellowing well, too I'm, much? I'm, I'm not. I'm still as hard as I ever was. We're back to Ariane again, aren't we? Um, uh, I don't. That's my somebody's. Oh, somebody's trying to phone me. I don't Is care. That someone phoning her, or she's got a very sort of mellow sort of fart. Carry on. Um, Chalky. Uh, yeah, I've seen some jolly good shows. I've seen, like yesterday. I had. Uh, I saw Twonky. Right. Now I'm definitely nominating Twonky for the Malcolm Hardy Award for comic originality, because not for not just for this year's show. What? But for a body of work, for services to original comedy over the years. Well, I have a special award, I can't afford one. Tonky has never done anything but, he's never been anything but comedically original. He's there toiling at the coal, can I say coal face? You can if you want. Okay, I just thought it might be not allowed or, so anyway, well, toiling at the coal face uh, of uh, comedy. Afro-American face. That, yeah, toiling at the... the the creative coal face of comedy, nothing like a bit of alliteration, uh, for all these years. And uh, I think he deserves a nomination. And also because last night as I sat in the, uh, in the room in the, um, uh, the hotel, the sweet venues down in the grass market, which is lovely. Such nice people, lovely people running it, helpful people running it, very comfortable, free Wi-Fi and... I'm going to wait till you finish that other biscuit uh, until I say this, because you might choke. But looking back to what I was saying about eight quid um, cocktails, the hotel in the grass market, I go in, can I have a cup of tea, I say, because I can't afford a coffee. And I'm mooching around looking for something to eat that isn't going to cost me an arm and a leg. Uh and the chaps, or I'd find a little packet of, like, Haribo uh, sweeties. And I think, that's okay, that'll give me a bit of a sugar rush. So I say, how much is it? He says, a pound. And I go, mmm. And he says, are you performing here? And I said, no, I'm reviewing. And he said, are you reviewing something today? And I said, yes. And he went, oh, I think I can give you a discount. (coughs) Sorry, John, I did warn you. I did warn you. Isn't, I mean, it's, I, I met Christian Talbot, uh, who's also doing his show there, uh, doing one of his shows there. He's doing his play there. Uh, and he cannot speak highly enough of it. Twonky loves them. Everybody who goes down to that venue absolutely loves them. You're telling me they're sweet. They're sweet by name and by nature. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's you know, air-conditioned rooms, no sound spill. Twonky's back in his same old room. Uh, it, shambolic, glorious, but the... The glow of warmth that you you know 
You know that, that you're, kind you're of... Be, you're being led by a vag here, aren't you? No. Uh, I frequently am, but not now. But talking of below stairs, you know that lovely warm feeling that you get when you're in the sea and you wee? And you get a kind of nice warm feeling no, around no, your nether regions. No, I was brought on a Presbyterian. No. Yeah, well, no. I, so was I. And weeing in the sea, it's just a lovely, lovely feeling because there's this kind of little effusion of warmth into the cold sea. And frankly, where we went, Ely Beach, there were worse things than my pee. Well, anyway, well, moving where, on. Where was Ely Beach? East Nuke of Fife. So, that warm feeling. We'll get on to comedy eventually was kind of like the one I got when halfway through the show Twonky disappears behind the black curtain and says well I think it's about time uh, we had the ship's wheel festooned with knickers and brought out the ship's wheel festooned with knickers it's, it's become a mainstay of his show uh, they're psychic knickers and it's a psychic ship's wheel and we discovered some marvellous things uh, about a man in the back row beside me uh, and uh, uh, a girl in the front row. And sadly, uh, he lost the orange knickers during his get-in, uh, so we never found out what they might have said about somebody else. But well, What marvellous things we want to know? Um, I and the man in Guatemala. I can't. Gosh, well, that's not at all, is it? I know, I'm sorry. But, well, you have to... So, wonderful things will be discovered about somebody in the audience that you're in if you go and see Twonky's show. It's, it's all urine with you, isn't it? Urine, urine, urine. Yeah. Urine, you're out. Uh, so, so so you it, see, all I do is I take a cup of coffee, a drink of my coffee, and it all goes wrong. I leave it to you, John. I leave it to you. And what happens? Air silence. People might have thought we died. I also saw Michael Brunstrom's show this year. Are Twonky and Michael Brunstrom going to play 8 o'clock on a Saturday night on BBC One? No. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Although... Michael Brunson, who won the um, Christine Prestige's Malcolm Hardy Award last year. He did. And uh, to be fair, there is a section uh, of his show in which he takes on the persona of uh, Noel Edmonds. Well, I say Noel Edmonds, a cello who turns out to be Noel Edmonds. You say this as if it's relevant to his award-winning performance last well, year. I, I think it is. I think it is. Uh, and I feel that in his cello slash... Uh, no Edmonds slash, persona. It's always, it's always pissed with you. Slash, 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 urine, urine, urine. That's quite funny, John. No, it's not. To be fair. No, it's all right. People, he's just... He's having another biscuit, lady and gentleman. Or gentleman. Or la- oh, no, it's fallen apart. So, um... Ah! Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so, I think possibly in his cello slash uh, No Edmonds identity, in which we, we play a... We? A heavily... Yeah, the audience. Uh. A heavily cello-biased version of Deal or No Deal, um, he could possibly uh, bestride like a colossus that uh, very difficult time of eight o'clock on the BBC on a Saturday night. It would be something different. How often does somebody open one of the boxes on Deal or No Deal to find Jacqueline Dupre written inside? My favourite part of the show was actually the Mary Quant section. It's brilliant. Uh, uh, we, won't, we, we won't describe because it would ruin it. No, although I have to say... You don't really. I do. You don't. I do. Hold yourself back. No. <laughs> when did I ever? Um, well, he has great legs. Mary Quant. Michael has Mary Quant. Ah, ah. Very good legs. Uh, you've so been, you've been led by your badge. Uh, well, to be fair, there was a twinge. Uh, but although I was never really a leg 
leg woman. What part are you? I'm a vag woman. Um, you know, I'm very much... Hello, madam, you look nice, spread them. And I get right in there. That's what I find most attractive. You're a vegetarian. <sighs> you heard it here first, folks. This is incredible. You're on fire, John. You're on fire. It's only because you, you set fire to me. Uh, anyway, back, back to Michael Brunstrom's legs and various other uh, parts it, it of was just, It was just a wonderful... One, and he brings a new, a new layer of, a new dimension to body painting. And there is the opportunity to buy his reimagined Haywain at the end of the show. Because the show is about the Haywain. Because the show's got the Haywain, yes, the Haywain reloaded. And he was going to do a, a Haywain volleyball contest down in Portobello Beach in Edinburgh. But he switched this to the meadow, so we're going to have a volleyball contest on grass. Yeah, the vo- be- be- beach, beach volleyball. There is a... There was a marvellous amount of, uh, you know, beach ball activity during the show. Mm. We played, uh, both sides kept playing. If, if only there wasn't a huge chandelier in the middle of the venue, uh, it would have been great. Where is he playing? Uh, the Dragonfly. Oh, is it? Oh, OK. Massive chandelier, which was in imminent danger of becoming an ex-chandelier. And so he, uh, he called a halt to the beach volleyball. And but... A, and in a similar... Go on. I've had an epiphany, John. Oh, God. Mm. Go to, should we break for a toilet break? No, it's, I've had an epiphany. Well, it's not really an epiphany. Well, it, well so anyway. Several years ago, I saw a very irritated... I had to be physically restrained by Julian Hall, if I remember, uh, from going up on stage and smashing this person Ooh, in the face. Name, name. Alfie Brown. Is he the policeman or is he the other one? There are two Alfies. No, yes, Alfie Moore is the policeman. Ah. And I've always liked Alfie Moore. Yeah. Alfie Brown was... He... He was the most arrogant... You're too modest. Little... You are, you're too modest. Well, large, apparently, prick. That I'd ever had the misfortune of sitting through an hour's self-loving on stage. Allegedly, if any, any lawyers are listening, yes. Uh, and that was, I think, what was that, 2012. Um, he's brilliant. I saw it, um, just brilliant. He's, he's uh, this he, show... Is, is he still an arrogant prick, though? No, well, no, um, he, I don't care, because he's so funny Hello, and Alfie. so clever. That's the one for your posters, Alfie. Um, he, it's, it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant show. It really is. And why is it brilliant? Um, uh, it's, it's does fresh. He, does he get his kit off? It's, no, it's fresh, it's huge, although it was very warm. It's, it's, it's so intelligent. He, Alfie Brown, I would say, and this is, this is me speaking, you know. Alfie Brown is master, he is the king of clit comedy. My God, the, the, the quotes from posters are just flowing out of you. I you? have never heard anyone do clit comedy as well and as funnily uh, and as generally entertainingly as Alfie Brown. I was going to say define clit comedy, but it's probably unnecessary, isn't I it? I think really? it's unnecessary, yeah, yeah, John. Yeah, yeah. I very, know you're tired. It's very, very, very difficult to find, of course. Have a... Uh, um, clit comedy, brilliant. Uh, he's... Oh, just... Wonder. And he turns out to be another comic uh, who has a really good singing voice. Oh, well, I should be having him on the show because the, the increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy Awards show on the 26th of August 
uh, is all going to be uh, musical people. Seamless it's segue. Ma- Malcolm Mahardy, the, the musical, almost. Yes. Uh, but anyway, back, back to comedy. Uh, along, it, along the surreal lines, I saw Candy Gigi, who was wonderful. Also a winner, a past winner of the increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy Award for Comedy Creativity. Who I booked on, on the increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy Award show on the 26th of August uh, uh, to sing, because I knew she could sing, but I didn't know this. this is that because it's basically a musical show, John? It is, possibly Malcolm Hardy the musical. Uh, you heard it first here. Uh, I think we heard it second there. You'd already said it. Uh, Have a Red Bull, John. Uh, it isn't in my bag. I'd have to, have to leave the, the, uh, the, uh, the podcast venue to do that. Uh, anyway, but I didn't realise her, her, her new show is actually, actually, almost a musical. It's a Jewish musical. Yep. And it's called uh, If I Had a Rich Man. And it's yes. very, very similar in, in the belting tones of, of Topol. So she actually sort of belts it out, a full, full whack. And I don't know how her voice is going to last. I can't help but feel that there might be some copyright... Uh, Co- copyright? Copyright ah, condition, right, yes. uh, you know, um, no, 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 considerations no, no, no. there. No, 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 no. Why, no, why? It's similar to, but not, 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 not copy of. What? It's, a, it's, it's similar to that sort of whacking it out Jewish musical theme. She's not actually nicking, nicking music or anything. Isn't she? Well, she might be, I don't know. Of course she is. Well, well you've not heard the music. Yes, I have. have you, oh, is she then? Oh, yes. She, well, how dare she? It's an outrage. I mean, it's very she good. Be she, she, I played her mother. Did you win? No. Uh, no, you know, did she get somebody up out the audience to play her mother? No, it's, 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 mm, it's dubiously recorded, so you, you hear it before the show starts. Ah, because I, I, and, and then, and I then, was and brought up out the audience oh, hold on. to don I, a bodysuit with she, she did dangling a, tits. Yes, she did indeed have a man. Sorry, she did have a man come out of the audience to play her. John, mother. do you remember this show at all? Barely. Yeah. Which show? Had you had a Red Bull before it or two, after two, it? Two, two. Uh, you should have had a Red Bull instead of it, I uh, think. Uh. So, so all right, because I saw a preview. Of what? Uh Hello, this is the uh, Grouchy Club podcast. We are here in a flat in uh, Shepherd's... Oh, no, we're in uh, Edinburgh. Um, you don't even know where you are. I haven't a clue. Uh, I'm not well. Uh, no, Candy Gigi's... You haven't coughed. You've no idea how hard it is. There's a ball... That's my line, surely. <laughs> There's a ball... We're back to Yari all and Shireen again. There's a ball of green phlegm. Who's a closer than their platonic friend? Uh, talking which? There's a ball of green phlegm. Just talking? about there. Uh, that's, and I'm pointing to a space between what I laughingly refer to as my breasts. And it's good. As soon as we finish broadcasting, broadcasting, recording. Narrowcasting. Um, it'll, uh, Hello, Guatemala. It'll, uh, it'll come out. Pardon? So, where were we? Candy Gigi. Yes, she did a preview of that show at the gorgeous Mamma Bia Shara Emporium in London. And I played her mother. Why did you need a, a, a suit with saggy tits? Why, why is that necessary? Because my, my own tits, as you can see, John, I think, are oh, paired and lovely. Oh, no, oh, no, put them away. Um, oh, over my shoulder goes one care. Over my shoulder goes two cares. Um, Coxic will be singing There's No Business Like Show Business. Uh, at I'm the, looking for a frock. At the increasingly prestigious uh, Malcolm Hardy Award I'm Show. I'm scouring on Edinburgh for a frock. On the 26th of August, except I, I balls this up because I said to her, no problem about the music. Because I have it because it's the music the great show Legs use for the Naked Balloon Dance. Yes. Except, of course, that is the Ethel Merman version with her singing. So I'm going to have to find the background. Oh, I can have a sing-off with Ethel Merman. Oh, that's a possibility. Or, or someone else miming as Ethel Merman and you sing. Anyway, here we go. Uh, but it, it'll be fascinating. It's very much a train of thought uh, train podcast. Crash. This. Train, train crash of thought. Uh, anything, else? anything else you've seen that's wonderful? No. No, without exception, I don't think I've seen anything else. Really? Yeah. Now, well, I've seen some... I've seen a lot of okay... Um, 
I've seen one pretty crap, and I've seen... Was that a fart, John, or was that the chair? I was playing with the chairs, you know, it's okay. a collapsible chair. Just, just checking, oh, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, I did actually go into one show... We're not going to mention names, but I did go into one show by accident. Oh! <laughs> oh, go on, name names! No, 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 there's not necessary. Oh, uh, you're such an old woman I, sometimes! I, I intended to go into a ten-past-one show, and so I went into it, and then it started at one o'clock, because it was a totally different show. Ah, well done. There you go, yes. There oh, you and go. the other one, uh, Marcel Lucon. Ah. I'm very excited, John, because soon our little flat here... Driven by your badge? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, our little flat here is going to be graced by a Marcel Lucon calendar. Oh. I'm, I'm getting one. Yeah, we, it's, a, it's a brilliant show. Naked. It's a brilliant show. Nobody apart from Stuart Lee controls an audience like Marcel Lucon. And Stuart Lee doesn't have a calendar. Let's be and fair. Stuart Lee doesn't... Well... You don't know. Marcel Lucon has a calendar. He has now, yes. It's just him on 12 different chaises longues, as far as I can make out. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, there, was, there was one up to be won uh, at uh, his show, uh, and I didn't win it. Oh, no. I think my devastation must have been obvious to Marcel. I think two stars. Oh, it was brilliant, John. Brilliant. It was like a... It was like a Jim Jeffries audience. They were they were so drunk, a lot of them. They were drunk and he came in with six packs of Stella. So I fully expected some girlfriend beating. But For those who haven't seen Marcel Lucon, he's not, as, as we've been describing, surreal act so far. He's, oh, he's not surreal. What, what is he? He's very real. He's a, he's a disdainful, sneering Frenchman. So, so Scotsmen come in thinking they're going to have a Gaelic show and they get a Gaelic show, do they? Sorry? He's not speaking the Gaelic, as a Frenchman. Oh. It doesn't work at all, does it? No, it, it? doesn't. No, really. no, no. Carry on. No, that was just... If oh. you'd seen that written down, it wouldn't have worked. And no. even well, if seen... even spoken, it wouldn't have worked. What's the difference between Gaelic and Gaelic, isn't it? You're saying garlic? The Gaelic. The Gaelic, my dear. The language of the Scots. You wouldn't know being a southerner. Being oh, a Gaelic. Sass- a sass- Gaelic, yes. Ah, you see, now if you say it like that, Gaelic. Gaelic. The, the, the Gaelic. The Gaelic. The Gaelic, as opposed to... The Gaeltach. As, as, as opposed to... Be Go honest. on, say the Gaeltach. As, as opposed to... She was in Coronation Street, wasn't she, for years. <sighs> Died. Uh, as opposed to the, the French one, which is Gaelic, which is shorter, isn't it? You've got Gaelic and you've got Gaelic. Are we having fun yet? Probably not. 26 minutes. We is it? Another four minutes. Oh, all right. Oh, we could round it off to the 30. Right. Well, you haven't so, sung no. yet. You haven't sung yet. So Marcel, anyway. it was one, but you have to, when so, you so, go... So, so he's, a, he's a called the Frenchman, basically. Don't say that! You've ruined it now. What? Career dangling by a thread. Oh, he's a mackerel he's a, he's a He's a wonderful, uh, but very sneering and disdainful Frenchman with incredible audience control. He sings. Mm. He has a fabulous song mm. about coming over ladies' faces. Uh, he's made a beautiful, if terrifying, short documentary about the British seaside. And he... He encouraged, we have a little group therapy. He's, uh, when you go in, you have to fill out a questionnaire about what was your worst day at work, uh, your worst romantic encounter, and your worst experience abroad. And if I tell you that uh, the worst day at work was, um, it was a girl in the audience who was a, a teacher, and her, her worst day at work was when one of her pupils picked up a wheelbarrow and hit her over the head with it. Pick, that's impressive, picking up, pick up a wheelbarrow. Uh, apparently it was a kid's wheelbarrow, but no. still apparently painful no. if you're hit on the head with it. But did you fill in this, the, these forms? Well, when I arrived, there was almost no queue. 
And we were going in, and I thought, God, there's only about 15 people here, and he's in the Ace Dome. And there was a whisper went around the building cop sticks going, well, so it's just, you just know that you go and pick up your press ticket and there's some bloody PA somewhere desperately trying to paper the house because she, she, and it's almost usually, it's almost usually, it's almost always she, she somehow thinks that I am so stupid that I am incapable of, of, of deciding whether a show is <coughs> good unless I'm surrounded by hundreds of people laughing. Uh, I, I think, number one, if your act can't do a good show without a packed audience, fuck him. Number two, I'm perfectly capable of making up my own <coughs> mind and I do not need a whole load of people around me laughing to tell me if something's funny. I so don't paper shows. I think it was in my increasingly prestigious blog it was mentioned that there was a show you saw the other year ago with an act where it was you in the audience and one other press person. Saul Bernstein. And, 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 yes, Saul Bernstein. And, uh, and so there, there was no real audience. No real audience. two people. It was and, me and, and the guy from Mervyn Stutter. And you gave... What's it? Is that a 1960s TV series? Ha ha. Ha ha ha. And uh, you gave him four stars. Yes. Uh, he was brilliant. Yes, because we, you can tell if it's good. Of course you can. Yeah. Of yeah. course you can. Anyway... There was very few people there, and I thought, shit, he's in the Ace Dome, which is, is a, a bar. It's not a bar, it's the Ace Dome, but it's huge. It's a bar, and it, it's, it's a huge, clangy venue, student bar venue. And I thought, he's, oh, this is, he's going to be irritated. And, he, and not everybody was filling out the form, so I thought, I'll fill out the form. So if he's got enough, that's fine. If he doesn't, he can use my... What's it? So he can use your um, what's it. He can use my what's it. Marcel can always. He knows he can always use my what's it. So I there I was sitting in there with about ten other people, thinking he'll be fine because he's a he's a robot. Suddenly I don't know what the fuck happened, but about three hundred people came barging in. At least you know thirty three percent of them were drunk, a very rowdy crowd, and I thought. He's going to have his work cut out for him. But I thought, that's great. He's got loads of people. It's all going to be wonderful. Anyway, so uh, Wheelbarrow Lady got the worst day at work. And then I'd written uh, about um, uh, an experience I had. Well, I thought it was hilariously funny, actually. But in kind of disastrous uh, romantic terms, I was having a, a bit of a... Not exactly a quickie, but a bit of a, you know... Let's pop out. Let's pop up to my flat and have a bit of the other. And um, we were on the floor engaging in um, some extremely enjoyable, what can only be described as anal sex. And uh, because we were on the floor, phones were there and his phone rang. One on either side. Well, yeah, Yeah. kind of. Uh, And his phone rang. And because obviously I was on my knees, um, I could see. And it was a girl's name on it. And uh, and then he kind of stopped doing what he was doing and said, would you mind if I take this? Uh, I, this is, and I knew it was somebody he'd kind of been after, shall we say, pursuing romantically. So I said, no, 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 on you go. So he's still, you know, we're still connected. He's talking on the phone. He goes, oh, okay, okay, I'll be right over. Puts the phone down and says, do you mind if I go? She's agreed to meet me. This is great. So, uh, we disconnect. Should she um, line on the phone? Should have been, I'm coming soon. Nah. Yes. Uh, we disconnect mm. and um, have a bit of a wet-white moment and go our separate ways. So, Marcel 
reach this out. And I, I thought it was fairly disastrous, but I didn't realise that, that it was quite as hilarious as the room obviously thought it was. It's an ordinary day with copstick, really. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and Marcel, we had quite a nice... He said, uh, you know, he asked some questions. And it was, it was nice, because he's, he's such a pro. And then he said... Uh, and I thought he was setting up a gag for me, and I thought, how nice. He yeah. said, so, you were not uh, upset that he went, and I went, well, I'd pre have preferred it if he'd come. I, I just assumed he'd set it up. Way plus, 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 plus. So I, I thought I deserved the calendar I for him, so. but, but I didn't win the calendar. An what? Irish what? bloke. An Irish bloke won the calendar. But yesterday, it, it, there was, I was going through the grass market, was <laughs> approached by this large drunkard. Hey, it's you from last night. Ah, you're the anal woman. Lovely, thank you. And so about three other places, every time I went into a bar, there seemed to be people who'd been to that show. Oh, oh well done last night, by the way. Um, so uh, <laughs> that, was, uh, that, was, that was fun. I was only trying to help him along, and there we are. I've, I've achieved anal fame. But she's put all that behind her now. Uh, you see what you did there. Is this off yet? No, it won't switch off. It's doing... Uh, oh. oh, we're going to have to fill. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's broken. Wait, no, wait, well, wait, I think wait, there's wait, no saying... business life show. Business when you say we're going to have to no fill. business I it's know. Thank you very much. It's not switching off. Everything switching about off. it is... A... I've, got, I can't... I've got a bad chest, John. I can't carry on singing. I wouldn't say that. Everything the packet will allow. Nowhere do you get that happy feeling. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> uh, 